on the next episode of Relo LO. From the very beginning, I had this belief that if I put in the time and I put in the value, that at some point this hockey stick thing would kick in. I'm kind of addicted to winning, so if I don't have a win, it starts to feel cancerous that I haven't won in a while. I'm wondering if I'm a little bit too late to actually lock those deals in. I got my list, I got my loan amounts. My curiosity is at all time high. What's gonna happen in two weeks? Am I gonna have a great number or am I gonna have a shitty number? You can take a cheetah out of the jungle, but you can't take the jungle out of a cheetah. What happens when you drop a loan officer into a brand new city they've never been in before with the goal of $2 million in production within their first 90 days? You're about to find out. I'm Casey Knowles. And I'm Nick Carpenter. Starting August 1st, 2021, I'll be putting my reputation and mental toughness on the line to put myself through the rigorous journey of starting over in a new city without a single contact while documenting the process along the way. I'm betting that I can create a plan any loan officer can follow to build a big business. With the plan I put together in one hand and a cheetah juice in the other, Casey will take the plan to the streets, find opportunity, and see if it's still possible to achieve your dreams in America. With only two weeks left, we know we have to get some more deals in order to hit the numbers that we want to hit. And so we're trying to do whatever it, that takes. And actually, you know, we're, we're still on the plan that we originally created. We're basically going off of that. We have made some changes because, you know, as Casey built relationships, we realized at some point that we can't constantly pour into new people we have to go deeper with some of the relationships that we have. And so in some ways, we've pulled back from going out and trying to meet new people in these last few weeks. But instead, it's like, how can we go extra deep with the people that we already have? How can we go find a couple more deals? Obviously, he feels a lot of pressure to make sure that he hits the number that he wants to hit. I mean, he's just, he's a high pressure kind of guy in some ways. And the other thing is he's, he's putting that pressure on to realtors. So it's not just that he feels the pressure, but I think in some ways, you know, he's leaning into the realtors and really trying to get them to produce and, and give some deals. And in some cases, I think people don't like that kind of pressure. And so, you know, some people that we thought we would get more stuff from, they sort of pulled back. Some people that we didn't think we'd get as much from, you know, they've come in a little bit more. So, you know, it's kind of interesting that we had this really solid plan coming in. We've pretty well stuck to that plan. But we have made some changes along the way as we've seen some people, like the cream of the crop has risen and in some ways we're like, let's go all in with that person because they're amazing. Or this person over here that wants our time, maybe they don't deserve our time because they haven't actually done a deal with us yet. So we're just trying to do everything we can do in these last couple weeks to make sure that we can pop a couple more deals and uh, really try hard to hit that number that we want to hit. It's the second to the last week. I have about 10 working days left or 10 weekdays left. The people that I met in the beginning, at the first class, you know, only three people showed up, but two of those people I spent quite a bit of time with. And predominantly, I'm getting most of my shots at bat from those two connections. It doesn't surprise me because I've known them the longest now and I, I figured it'd take about three months to get a relationship to the point to where they would trust me. You know, you know, like and trust people. I'm not really, trying to meet new people anymore. I do have a social coming up next week. It's at the very end of this thing, so the social's not necessarily a huge part of this 90 days, but it's part of my ongoing plan as far as business goes. My, you know, my business model is to teach a class and to meet with them socially afterwards, to follow up on a one-on-one -on -one and see which relationships are those to where they like me, I like them, and we work well together. It's Monday the 18th. 
indicating all the things I'm supposed to do on one piece of paper so I have a list by the end of the week I usually have a handful of things that I told people I would work on or get to there we did have a class last week which was at a coffee shop and I did pick up a couple different people's names uh, I have Leanne and Valentina here I'm actually meeting them this week to I'm meeting them back at 21C and I'm gonna try to get Google reviews for them as well and so I'm gonna throw them up on the board I haven't put some names on the board in the last 10 days or so so I do need to go through my stuff and add some names from the classes that I've had we did get a review in from Brandon from Fox but the link was password protected and I gotta get that so we did the we did the um, an interview with the Rocky Mountain home team that was like three weeks ago now or longer it was supposed to be on Fox News and so they told me it aired but they they didn't send me a link to the coverage or the video or anything and so I just got that last night which is kind of cool it's like old news now so I, I'm not really able to use it a ton like my curiosity is at all-time high what's gonna happen in two weeks am I gonna have a great number or am I gonna have a shitty number because it would suck to go three months and the result be that I was wrong that would that would suck um, if that happened you know what I'm wondering is would I be able to figure out the correct way because just because if I did it wrong that doesn't necessarily mean there's one other option to do it right there might be ten other options I don't want to repeat this ten times so I'm hoping I'm hoping that you know that my methodology is correct and we end up with a number that's a respectable number a number that somebody else could live off of a number that another family could could have a you know be a good earner Tuesday the 19th that means I have about whatever that is 12 days including the weekend to get some more volume to see what this plan uh, will produce it's Tuesday last week like Thursday night I did get a phone call late at night that Carrie was going to is she not posting on Facebook asking you know if there's anybody that needs to refinance I did pick up a refinance from last Friday that yesterday I finally got dialed in and got locked and so that one is in the books it was the first refinance that I got I'm still nowhere near my number uh, I am noticing though that my phone calls and my shots at bat for pre-qualifications for meeting buyers all of a sudden I've, I feel like I've hit that hockey stick curve I spoke about the hockey stick curve before that you, you start filling this pipeline up at some point and it just starts coming out I'm wondering if I'm a little bit too late to actually lock those deals in um, but my phone is now starting to ring you know three four times a day hey can you call this person can you call that person and they are all different random people I've met um, in the classes I've done they're pretty much all people that either came to my class well pretty much all came to my class so today I'm in a position that I have the documents I can kind of do loan officer work get that stuff uploaded and get it locked because unless it's locked I can't count it the market is starting to get kind of bad every day the rates are getting worse so if I have a conversation on Thursday and they agree to it come Tuesday if the rates are work uh, or worse I don't necessarily even have a deal and that's that's what's happening to me right now I have a handful of deals that I could potentially refinance but they're not super motivated they're kind of on the fence 
And the problem is, is by the time I get the docs, is it something that I can lock in or not? You know, a bird in the hand is better than two in the bush. And it really doesn't matter how many conversations I have at the end of this. It's what, you know, what do I have that's gonna close? So today is all about making sure that whatever documents I have in, I've done the work, I make sure it's still good with the client, and I get it locked up before the rates get worse. I got a lead um, come in, a Facebook lead, and I was able to talk to the buyer, potential buyer, and potential borrower, and she didn't want to give any information up over the phone because she had been involved in some identity theft before, or a scam, she said. So I called Giselle, actually I called a few different realtors because everybody, no one was really picking up the phone. Actually I called a few different realtors, called Carrie, called Lori, called Lorian. I was trying to get somebody I could get on the phone quickly because again on the leads you just don't know how many other phone calls they're going to get. So finally, finally ended up making arrangements to meet. Um, Giselle at her office at 2 o'clock and the potential buyer is going to meet us there at 2 as well. She wanted to get possibly pre-qualified today and go look at a house in Aurora which is about an hour and 10 minutes away today. So this is life. I just got through telling you how great it's going to be helping everybody out. Had this appointment scheduled for about 4 hours and I just got a text Sorry, need to reschedule. Got called into work. I will text you on my next day off. That's how it goes. <laughs>
I meant I will fight tooth and nail to make sure that they stay with my agent. I'll even not work with a client if they don't want to use my agent, depending on the circumstances. What's better though is I think I figured out like a little secret. It's probably not much of a secret. You wouldn't think it's a secret, but if you, if you had the same few months that I did and you saw how a few things worked out and you were there during it, I think you would agree that it, it kind of turned out to be one or two things that actually kind of made this happen. And since the, this isn't over, I'm not going to necessarily say what it is because I want to get through the full three months before I start coming to any sort of conclusions. But today's a good day. I mean, my phone's blowing off the hook. I, last couple days I was asked if I was nervous coming into the last two weeks. And I wasn't super nervous. I was curious, you know been doing this 20 years was was my plan correct you know I'm not like some 25 year old guy out there with abs and and a chiseled face and uh, you know you see me walk around see my posture I'm old guy I'm got a limp and and uh, I say and a lot speech isn't perfect but the plan was pretty pretty good so pretty happy right now my phone's my phone is blowing up right now my phone's doing well and I have the hockey stick curve is kicking in whether that translates to you know deals and contract in the next couple days that's not something I can say right now but I can tell you what over the next three weeks I'll have a pretty solid pipe today is Thursday the 21st Today has been about trying to get a couple people pre-qualified. Hopefully they still want to get pre-qualified. I got rates moving up. I need to get a couple loans locked that are coming in that are refinances, but I haven't gotten any documents in, so I can't lock them. And every minute the market's been getting worse and worse, so I think those opportunities are going away. Um, but I also was able to meet Lorian and a friend of Lorian's that she works with that I should be getting some documents from that I might be able to help. Well, this person that she works with has a ton of real estate and is looking about growing and, you know, and she has multi-million dollars worth, worth of holdings and million and a half in loans or something like that. And so she agreed to send me some mortgage statements and some paperwork that I need to price those deals out. So that's exactly how it goes. Strike one, strike two, strike three. Hopefully you're still playing go to the next inning and then I meet somebody that could be a great a, a great contact and I know it went well because after I left Lauren sent me a text and said hey she's always she always hates it when I'm right so Lauren edified me we sat down the girl assumed I was some sort of clown and by the time we left she was like on Casey's team and so you know that's how it goes you gotta you gotta be able to stick out long enough to find the wins and if you ask me at the end of today, like was today a loss or a win, I would say it was a win. You know, the three deals that I lost, I didn't even have, but I met somebody that, could, that I could potentially help and that could help me. So, so far that's my attitude and, uh, and we'll, see, we'll see how that relationship goes. I'm actually supposed to meet her next Wednesday for two hours here in town and I'm gonna help her work on a BA because she has multiple businesses going and she needs, a, she needs a hand. So, way that I can help her and we'll see how that rolls. This show is about getting a number, but my contacts with my agents isn't, um, for me, it's about, it's about delivering and coming through and winning. You know, winning, it is about winning for me. 
Um, not necessarily winning for myself, but you know, winning in the overall grand scope of things. I've actually come to find out I get kind of addicted to winning, so if I don't have a win, honestly, in a day, <laughs> what happens is it starts to eat me up like, I hate to use the word cancer, but I'll use that word, um, starts to feel cancerous that I haven't won in a while. And that makes me, uh, I've had quite a few wins in the last couple years of my life, and so the more I win, the more I get adjusted to winning, and the less I win, the less comfortable that is. And so not winning becomes a pain point. Not that I necessarily need actual pain to feel pain, I just need a lack of a win to feel pain. Man, truth is, I'm freaking nervous if we're gonna actually hit this number because, you know, we only have a little bit of time left. It feels like we've been here a really long time already. It, like the time flew by. And and so I don't know if we're gonna do this, you know? There is a lot of pressure and it's like every day I'm I'm just waiting for Casey to hit, hit me up and tell me, oh, we got another one because, you know, man, sometimes like just one or two or three more deals can really be the difference between feeling like we're having success here with what we're trying to do versus, you know, failing. And man, we do not want to fail. So we're really pushing, hoping that we can make this happen. I'll be lying if I said I wasn't nervous right now because I'm just not sure what the actual end outcome is going to be and, you know, what's going to come from it. And man, we have a lot riding on this. Like our reputations are on the line. You know, we really believe that we can do this. We've told people that we can do this and now it's time to prove it. And so it is a little bit nerve wracking to see if, if we can actually make it happen. It is Sunday before the last week. I have Monday through Friday in the weekend, obviously. Um, we have the <clears throat> table's a little wobbly here, but we have the um, social on the 27th, and I think that's Wednesday, if I remember right. Anyway, there's not much time left. Everything has started coming through the hockey stick thing has kicked in um i'd still have some loans that i need to get in and locked and i can't do that until tomorrow till the rates open so i still am at risk for a, a few de different deals um so i don't know exactly what the number is going to be it's it's definitely a number that somebody could survive on and I've actually learned a lot, you know, anytime that you do something, I don't know that anybody else has done this in the mortgage industry. And so, you know, I figured I'd learn some things, but I've actually had somewhat of an aha moment um, as far as the process goes yeah, um, and, and the, success, the successes that I've had and, and some of the things I did that um, wasn't successful. and. Uh, I wish I would have known it earlier in the process to actually focus 100% on what I learned. I wonder what, what would happen with that. But I'm, I'm doing pretty well even, even not having the shortcut that I've figured out. So what I'm gonna do at this point is um, I'm at a coffee place right now where my daughter works in Loveland, Colorado, so I'm up north. I'm waiting to pick her up. She's in a, she has a company meeting. When that's over, I'm gonna head back and hang out in my house. Then I'm gonna go to the Springs early in the morning to finish the last week up. The last week is super important because I need to get the loans that I have in and make sure I can still sell them. Uh, if rates open up bad tomorrow, it could be massively detrimental, <laughs> detrimental to what I have right now. So I'm hoping if rates hold, I should have a pretty good number uh, for this program, experiment, challenge, wherever you wanna call it.
It's Monday the 25th. I got up super early. I was up north. I drove to the Springs to start getting my stuff done. We have a social in two days on the 27th. It's gonna be at 1350 Distilling. So once again, I gotta get people there. Gotta make sure that, you know, that the place is, you know, hopefully full. It's coming to the end of this thing and the turnout, or at least the responses to the invitations have been really promising, beyond promising. It just sounds like everybody wants to like get drunk, to be honest with you, which is, is fine with me <laughs> at this point. So again, you know, I'm here in the Springs. The, the problem right now is I, I have somewhat of a number you know, right in front of me and ready to go. The market is super volatile, has been going, has been getting worse every single day. And I don't have my loans locked. So it's like, I got the loans, but they're not locked. And the, the fact of the matter is it really doesn't, I don't have them until they're locked. Truthfully, I don't have them until they close. But at this point in time, what I need to do is I need to get them locked. So I got to sit down in front of the computer. And I just got to actually physically, you know, make sure that there's still a benefit there. I need to call the borrowers, make sure that they're okay if the numbers have changed. And if that has happened, I need to get them locked. So it's just a matter of sitting in front of the computer. The major, major, major problem of that is my internet doesn't work. Today has been an absolute uh, hair pulling day. So as you notice, I don't have any hair on my head and that's because I have possibly like seven loans, refinances to get in. The market's getting worse. I drove to Colorado Springs early this morning. I left around four or something, got here, no internet. Uh, decided to go to 21C, which is the library where I had the first class. They didn't open until nine, got there, tried using my loan software stuff. And I don't know if you know about megabytes per second, but it like wouldn't register when I hit the test. It was like 0.053 or something. And it's supposed to be like 25 MBPBBS or whatever. So that wasn't working. Called my landlord because I am renting a house here. He said the internet was back up. I drove back to the house. Internet wasn't working. Trying to figure out what to do. He kept telling me to reset the internet and um, to wait five minutes and wait 10 minutes. And at that point went to Starbucks. When I got to Starbucks, he told me that the representative had reset it here back at the house. I need two screens to do anything successfully. It is now one o'clock in the afternoon. I haven't worked on these seven loans. Plus I got a purchase. So I, I do have a purchase, it's a little tiny one, but now that's eight loans to work on with no internet. Uh, if you're in the loan world, you understand what that means. That's trying to lock loans while the rates are getting worse and things like that, like it's like a mega death. So that's the plan. I'm gonna to try to chill my phone out. I did get eight applications through my app last week for through the Springs. And that is phenomenal. So pre-approved buyers type thing, um, trying to pre-approve buyers and that kind of activity is pretty incredible. So. Uh, I, I don't know exactly how that's translated into pre-approved buyers and what each one is, but just goes to show you the volume on this, this hockey stick thing uh, is a real thing. So that's a prediction I made that has come true. How that translates into the final number, I don't know yet. Even the seven loans that I have, I don't know if I'll be able to capture those because I need to get them in, get them locked and make sure I still have a benefit. I normally don't watch rates, but these are all very marginal deals. So even a quarter change in the interest rate could take them all away. That's no lie. All right, final week. We're coming into the, you know, the conclusion of what we're doing here in Colorado Springs. For this last social, I'm trying to make it as big as I can make it. So I'm inviting all my friends. I'm telling everybody about it. Who can I get to fly in? 
I'm trying to get realtors that are kind of famous realtors to come to the event, people just to fly in so that, you know, it can have even a bigger perception, you know, like, man, this, these guys, people fly in to hang out with these guys even just for a few hours. And so it's gonna be cool to see who actually comes. I think we have a, at least a couple handfuls of people flying in from around the country. So I'm excited to hang out with my clients, have, put on this, you know, last event here. Uh, we're gonna go to 1350 Distilling. It's our first time going there and I'm excited. It looks like a really cool location. It looks like a pretty cool space. And we basically rented the, the whole space out and just to see, you know, and I'm hoping that we can get maybe 30 to 50 people to show up this time. You know, just looking again at our, at our track record, you know, we had maybe I think 14 or 15 people at the first social. I think we had around maybe 30-ish at the second one. So, you know, if we could do that again and maybe go up another, you know, uh, maybe get 50 people to show up, like that'd be incredible. And um, it's cool like that, again, that hockey stick is kind of, seems like it's sort of happening right now in October, just like Casey predicted. So it's really interesting to see it come to life. So yeah, I'm excited about this event, 1350 Distilling. We're gonna see, we're gonna see what actually happens here. It's Wednesday the 27th. Today is the event. And my buddy came in from Florida. I have a couple more friends coming in from New Jersey and a couple other people from Arizona, from South Carolina. And so I have some friends coming to kind of celebrate the end of this thing. They're employees and or will be employees. So it's just kind of, you know, uh, building some business, building my business and my tribe. And so this is part of it. And I have some great people because they decided to fly in just for the social to hang out. Not only that, but I have a good buddy of mine. Uh, he flew in also, Justin Mercer. He's the tattooed realtor, he's in Arizona. Again, he's a real estate agent. We don't do business, but he's just a friend of mine. And so when you start doing some decent things, you make some really good friends that do decent things. And luckily, I'm gonna be surrounded by some people that are uh, just fantastic human beings. I don't know how many people are here, but it was pretty much packed. And it was packed with like the right people, which, you know, when we started, obviously, you know, we started like three people in a class. And then even tonight, people that were here, I heard two people say, man, last time we went to social, it was double. And it's double again. And what's even more important is it's not just double, but it's like double the right people. So the people that we started with, that we poured the time into, you know, it's their friends, their, their circle that showed up. And then it's their friends and their circle that showed up. So. I feel that we won in a way that we picked the right people to partner with in the beginning. And the people that we didn't partner with didn't multiply. And so, you know, we, we, we chose our perfect customer, our perfect client, and that match turned into a great outcome. So regardless of the number, which I'm not ashamed of, but regardless of the number, everybody here's smiling, everybody here's having a good time. I mean, I have, I had four other loan officers come up to me and introduce themselves to me, thank me for having this, and ask me for advice and or uh, just gave me information on what they're doing, which shows me that they didn't feel that I was necessarily competing with them, but I was, that I had value. This social is crazy. I can't believe that the room is so packed. There's like 80 people here. 
uh, probably 10 or 15 people flew in from around the country, which, which I think is amazing that people flew in from all over the place to support us and really appreciate it. I mean, it means so much to have my clients here, our friends here, and, and people just really here to cheer us on and, and support us from the sidelines. And you know, that, that's been awesome that so many people came in. And, and the fact that we have so many people here representing Colorado Springs and Castle Rock, just the whole Southern um, Colorado area in real estate. I mean, man, this place is packed. Damn! <laughs> you know, sometimes you get a big ticket, and uh, sometimes you get a big ticket, and what it means is a bunch of people showed up. So this is proof in the pudding that, uh, you know, things worked out. What am I going to do, get a big bill and be upset about it? No. The bigger this bill is, the happier I am. I had a bunch of people here that just had a great time. And, you know, when you build a business, you have expenses, but this isn't an expense. This is just like proof of life. So when you get shit like this, like, be happy. It is the 31st. This whole time I keep saying, I don't know what the number is. So I got my list, I got my loan amounts and 12 loans. Now I gotta add this thing up. Yeah, baby. 3,463,283. So it was like $36,000 short of three and a half million. 12 units, three and a half million dollars. Five by 12. Average loan amount, 288,606. 288,606. So that should, that should uh, shut anybody up who thinks that the loan amounts are all like 600,000 or whatever. So 12 units. 3.46. A lot of our deals, almost all the deals that we're doing popped off in this last 30 days here. So um, the final numbers, 3.46 million. Amazing, can't believe that we actually hit that. So if you're curious on where the business came in, how it came in, if it was purchase, if it was refi, you know, which relationships led to which wins because it's actually super interesting how they came in it's, it's going to surprise you but if you're curious about that you got to watch the breakdown